Patrick. Oh, just fun stuff. Is that what we're doing yeah, for episode just, 20? Episode 20 is just fun stuff. 20 episodes, Patrick. That's pretty impressive. I know. 200 viewers, listeners, I mean. No, I'm only kidding. That's huge. No, we got more than that. That's amazing. Most people, by the way, stop podcasting at seven episodes. Did you know that? Fun podcasting fact. Yeah, because they actually are accountable to somebody <laughs> for, for results. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boss, so what? I'll just keep doing my podcast. Wow, okay. Way <laughs> <laughs> to crap all over everyone. No, episode 20. You're like, yeah, because then they check the numbers and get back to yeah, work. Like you're canceled. <laughs> Wow. But you know, when you're the boss, you could just keep doing until my boss tells me, stop doing the freaking podcast and hey, get back to work. But they seem like pro uh, the Polini perspective, right? We've, we've heard nothing but good I things. I think they're pro innovation. And, and so, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't necessarily know if they're pro Polini perspective. Oh, <laughs> well, we continue. But no, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. I feel like it's more of a pop culture show today. we got to talk baseball. Bryce Harper locally could be yeah, treated. we got a lot of stuff to yeah. talk about. Where do you want to start? I feel like we should talk about the GOP uh endorsement or the professor yeah. in georgia yeah let's talk about yeah, it. yeah because i actually disagree with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so a professor endorsed um a gop candidate for governor that trump had endorsed charles davis is the professor yes okay and he he endorsed um kemp i believe his name yes is. yep uh, no, he didn't endorse. Hold on. Okay. He, he just said he knew him from high school, and he was a really nice guy. Yes, correct. That was and basically the... the crazy left-wing Twitter-verse mob mentality. God forbid you say somebody's a nice guy from the opposite party. Um, he got crushed on Twitter, and guess what he did? Well, he apologized and deleted the tweet. But here, I actually and and then I've learned my lesson and blah blah blah. He tweeted, "I went to high school with GOP Gov candidate Brian Kemp. We played uh, YMCA ball from childhood. Politics be damned. He's a nice guy, always was kind to a fault. He's a friend, always has been, and will be uh, when we're older and grayer. That's how this all should work, people. That was what he tweeted. So, what in that? What in that? Should even even one milli ounce require an apology? Because he tweeted it from his work. That's account. not why he apologized. His apology wasn't. I should not have tweeted this from my work account, but I stand by my statement. No. Well, I think he should have done that, but I don't think he should have tweeted it from his work account because you and many other people always put on work accounts like, you know, these are not endorsements, opinions are mine, not the company. He said a guy's a nice guy. Stop. He said somebody's a nice guy. And the crazy lefties, progressive... But that sounds like an endorsement, to be honest. Like, oh, he's a really nice guy. He's nice to a fault. We're dear friends. And I'm, I'm saying it's okay that he endorsed him, but... What in that statement? Should he have apologized for? There's nothing to okay. apologize for. So why do you apologize? Because you're a why? professor at a so liberal do you college. Have, do you have his apology right there? Um, By hold any on, chance? let me bring it up. It was. This. Oh yes, I do. From from his Charles and Davis uh, UGA account. I'd like to apologize to anyone offended, offended. by my tweet. Offended. <laughs> okay, well. Offended by hilarious. what? Go ahead. Uh, by my tweet, shout out to Brian Kemp. It was ill-timed, poorly written. I read. Poorly and written. <laughs> much from you. I've heard oh. so much from you. Who? <laughs> the crazies? And we'll uh, endeavor to be more thoughtful. Uh, so who did he offend with what? 
I mean, I, I do have to ask that. That's I, what we're dealing with, Sarah. No, okay. this is we talk about this every week. This is what we're dealing with now: the mob crazy mentality. They don't want anything. Like it's unbelievable. He says that the decision to delete the tweet was entirely his. Yeah. And not okay. a result of pressure from the university. Yeah. Oh, well, that might be, but it was certainly pressure from the crazies on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see not putting any endorsements on your work account. But, but I mean, that's he not didn't what say he apologized. His apology said nothing of the sort. His apology wasn't, listen, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have tweeted this from my work account. Um, I could see how that, you know, my views at work shouldn't, you know, conflict with what what I personally believe. Uh, But Um, he didn't. He apologized offended. Well, liberals on Twitter labeled Davis as, quote, racist. And one user (laughs) said, you'd never vote for a black woman and would much rather vote for the white racist. That was reported by Mm. CampusReform.org. So now we just call people racist because he went to high school with some guy that he liked. Well, I'm assuming, do you, I, I don't know, I have to say, I'm, I'm not educated on this, on Brian Kemp's, um, any of his past, like, beliefs, uh, you know, uh, I, stances, I, 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 so I, I don't know, I'm uh, assuming I, maybe some of those are... Possibly, I don't think he's some crazy lunatic, maybe, you know, I don't know, he just said he's a nice guy, but my point is, this is just every week now, every day, there's the mob mentality on Twitter who goes after someone, and it's it's just wrong, I mean, we talked about James Gunn. You know, last week, and now, you know, today, the entire cast, all the main stars of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, signed a petition to hire him back. Not because they agree with what he said. And I said this. It was disgusting when he tweeted it. It was absolutely inappropriate. But it was out there. Right. It's like, you know, we talked, you know, Trey Turner this week. Right? Nationals, second baseman. Who, um... Uh, tweeted some racist things as well. White power, some other things. Listen, I think two things can be true. No one agrees. I shouldn't say no one because I'm sure there's racist people out there who agree with what Trey Turner tweeted. Sure. Um, But most people agree that what he tweeted when he was 17, 18 years old was inappropriate, immature, Borderline racist, whatever you, homophobic, whatever category you want to put it in. But seven years later, like when does, you know, they're out there. It, it seems like people are just going back in history now and trying to They are, they're dig digging, up. yeah. I've looked into this, by the way, tweet delete. So for fourteen ninety nine, that will they will like search any sort of uh, you can put in like words that you might want to bring up. I'm going to do this. I realize I have twenty five thousand tweets. I don't know what I tweeted like seven years ago. And then for fourteen ninety nine, they delete X amount, and then you just keep going. Thank, so before thank, anyone listens, is there, before because I'm, I'm starting to panic right now. Is there text delete? <laughs> no, no. Is there the equivalent? Uh, I, that's a great question. I hope not. I don't think so, because they're not public. I just read this article, though, that Tweet Delete is basically saying, they're not naming the celebrities, but a lot of celebrities and athletes are now signing up for them to to scan their tweets to go through. And I realized, oh my God, I have 25,000 tweets. What can I, are you making a note? Patrick's got his phone out here. Are you writing up Tweet Delete? I'm like, um, get rid of... <laughs> it's a good... 
it's crazy. I agree. I mean, I think people are young. They make they make dumb mistakes, and I don't know. You know, but it does seem. I do have to say, don't you think that people are getting tired of it and burnt out? Like, I don't think the Nats are. There's no punishment for no, Trey Turner, I think, right? I think they talked. I think they talked about. Um, uh, sensitivity training or something to that effect. But it doesn't seem that his job is on the line or anyone's no, calling for I that. I mean, listen, he's got a contract. He's a baseball player. Now, if he was the manager where they could fire him, I don't know if you know the, the equivalent would, would happen. But... Um, and again, no one's condoning what they tweeted. There was a the, the other pitcher who pitched in the All-Star game and then went back... Uh, and I can't think of his name right now, but he got a standing ovation. And we're like, wait a minute. We're st- oh, God, yeah, in Milwaukee. That yeah, was Milwaukee. crazy. So, yes. Now now we're now we're going to give a standing ovation to someone who tweeted some really... Uh, that did not look good for Milwaukee. I was no, like, listen, what? does he deserve a standing ovation? No. But he apologized. It was when he was 17, 18 years old. Um, I, listen, I don't... I'm not, again, not condoning it, but I think there is a statute of limitations on... Beating the crap out of someone because what you know what they tweeted seven eight years ago. Yeah. Well, we agree. I mean, I do think people are. I think companies are realizing like it's every single day now, right? That there's somebody else. I think people are. Everyone makes mistakes. I mean, who doesn't make mistakes? It's just crazy. You're not allowed to make a mistake anymore with social media. That's the problem. So wait, just getting back to the professor, by the way, in Georgia. So you essentially you're saying he, even though the Twitter mob came for him, because we're assuming that the Twitter mob came for him. He should have pushed back. He should have just pushed back, not apologized, and pushed back. Listen, I'm not endorsing him. Um, I'm not sure I agree with all his positions. His positions have evolved since high school. I don't necessarily agree with all of them, but I stand by the fact that he's a very nice guy and we're friends. That's yeah. it. Like, I think if you just push back a little bit, you know... I agree. You have to do one of two stances, right? You gotta, you have to double down and be like, look, this is, this Listen, is what I, I don't believe. Think, I don't think he's Roy Moore. No, yeah. No, I don't know that. But I don't think he's Roy Moore by any means. Kemp, you're Kemp. talking about. Right, right. Okay. I mean, this isn't like where someone's accused of rape and and and, and, yeah, and other crazy... With an know. underage, yeah, individual. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that the mob is kind of crazy. The only thing is, is like, in, I just wouldn't have done it from my work account. I mean, I think it wouldn't have been a story if he'd done it from his just personal... I disagree. I think, well, maybe they, maybe the mob... Let's call him the mob. Wouldn't have associated it so quickly with the university um, if it was from his personal account. So speaking of one more mob story, um, I thought the article that you tweeted about, about the Cubs video of a guy catching a foul ball, essentially. Well, Well, a player tossing the foul ball would look like he was tossing it to the (laughs) child in front of him and the ball went underneath this is such a great video and he really wasn't even looking at it and then he picked up the ball and he passed it to his family or friends Um, and listen again Twitter just killed him the video went viral Uh, you know this guy who no one really I don't believe ever was identified he wasn't just was crushed on social media as like a piece of crap look at this jerk you know People were calling for him to be fired and trying to find out who he was. Well, it turns out he had a, you know, he, apparently throughout that game, he received four or five foul balls, gave them to all children. The woman whose son didn't get that ball um, came out in his defense. 
Yes, she did. Actually, the, she said it was so, very so, nice. Yeah. So he didn't get the ball. Somebody saw it in the Cubs organization. Right? So they ran down. They gave him a ball uh, signed by one of the players. It's like this reaction is no one breathes anymore. It's like, oh, my God, this jerk behind him took the ball and kept it for himself. And and we got to kill him. We got to beat him up on Twitter. And the Cubs are like, oh my God, we got to, you know, or you know. Well, the Cubs up. actually really helped him out. I mean, first of all, they well, came they did out. after the fact. Yeah, they did. Like after, but the fact. not initially. They came out and said, oh, we got the kid a signed ball because you know. Right. 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 And then um, I guess so. The video kind of went crazy because what they they sort of cut. Shortly after the guy, yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't show the whole video, and it, it looked like listen, it looked but it was like live during the game. Like, how right. are they going to know to? And I, if you really look at the video, he kind of had his head turned when the ball came under the seat and from from in front of him, where the kid missed the missed the ball, and he picked it up. It's yeah. just it's just crazy now. Like it really, everything is just. Like, I don't want to go outside. I'm on video. <laughs> Like seriously, I think I'm I'm never going out again. I want you to start wearing like a giant garbage bag outfit, so you you it's hard for you to be identified. Sunglasses. Uh, I go back to landline. But like all seriousness, do you really need to sell? Do you know how quickly things happen? And like even like you argue, yes. arguing with you know a waiter who gives you bad service, <laughs> or like if like, you can't even defend yourself professionally or politely anymore because somebody's probably videotaping you and they're going to put it out, they're going to edit it or cut it, and you're going to look like such a jerk. So, like, you can't, like, you just don't even say anything anymore. Or you just embrace it. Well, I think two things are happening, and I believe I think I it depends on your position, right? I mean, you, no offense, oh, like that's you're, true. You're, in a, you're, in a, you're in a role where you're, you know, you talk about a lot of things, you blog, you're... Certainly. You well, know, I have already you, you, got a strategy, which yeah. is if I just present myself as crazy, then when I do something but that's no, crazy. What I'm saying is, you already put yourself out there. You already talk about, like, you know, a variety of topics. <laughs> but, but for someone like me or professionals, like, you know, in, in certain industries, I, you really are afraid. You really are. Like, you just you, you can't talk about anything. You, somebody could be just taping you at all times, videotaping you. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah, it's crazy. So we moved over the weekend. Oh, so big I, move. Yeah, big move, downsized, okay. you know, literally a mile and a half away, but it's still just as much work. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think my wife's going to pull every hair out. Well, I have no hair left, so she would have pulled every hair out of my head. She's like, you know, done an unbelievable job getting the house ready to sell and then are certainly getting the new house organized. But it's uh, it's funny because um, we're in a neighborhood now, like a bunch of row houses. Okay. Yeah. So we moved from the you know suburbs up on the cul-de-sac to a bunch of row houses. Okay. And now I go you know walk the dog at five forty-five in the morning, and I'm like you know in my shorts, no underwear, <laughs> you know like I mean the shorts I have I have shorts on, okay. maybe no okay. underwear. Okay. No, okay. I don't go out with no underwear. <laughs> All right, that's good. okay. But and I'm like, who's watching me right now? <laughs> I'm like, because, you know, I just used to go right outside my yard, right? And no one was there. Yeah, in your backyard, and you probably didn't so see So now me. i got to really put a good pair of shorts on, a nice shirt. Oh, that's stressful. Uh, that's stressful. Although, I feel like you guys are going to be good neighbors. Like, have you already... Oh, we're great neighbors. I was going to say, you guys seem like the party people. Like, that you'll be like... No, great neighbors. All right. Let's go have beers at 4 o'clock on Friday. Come on like, over. <laughs> we're on the porch. Yeah. No, no. I'm, listen, moving is stressful, though. Oh. 
That's a crazy. I think you'll do well until like let's see how like liberal your neighbors are. Then we'll see. I hope they're real liberal because then that'll spice things up a little bit, right? I don't know. Well, it depends on how. Like, oh my god. Oh well, the neighbors to the left of us. And again, uh, I'm going to say this, and people are going to be like, they have a big American flag out. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean liberals aren't pro-America, obviously. But sure. I would, I would, and I haven't spoken to them yet. But would, you're excited to talk to but them. But I would gather that if they are putting up the flag proud and big, they might lean a little bit to the center, right? <laughs> but we don't know that. Because, listen, liberals are American. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> that's the. <laughs> we can't kick them out, Patrick. That's the. That's the statement of the day. Um. Well, and I love too. I mean, speaking of liberals, and you know, I love liberals. You do. I do. Well, that's great. No, what, certainly liberals that you can talk to, and and uh, first of all, but I feel first like of all, you, hold on. All kidding aside, we're joking here. But the word liberal is thrown around too much, right? P, to me. Listen, my and I've said this throughout the twenty episodes. My politics is issue based. Always has been. Issue based. You know, I think too many times we're categorizing people as liberals and left wing and right wing. And I say that a lot in all in jest sometimes on the on the podcast. But I think when I grew up like when I started evolving politically in, in my thought process, it's issue based. How do you feel on abortion? How do you feel on guns? How right. do you feel on uh, you know, the death penalty? How do you feel on financial taxes? And it's to me it should be I'm issue-based politics, but now it's like you are either all in, progressive. Right. <clears throat> One or the other. One or the other. But do you think that's really true? I feel like, I don't know. This is why I do think, and I was I was saying this. I think I saw, I saw this on Like It or Not, but they were talking about last week that Twitter, more and more people are leaving social media and that Twitter has seen a mass exodus yeah, of their stock drop, like what, 15, of users. 18%. Yeah, and I think because it is so negative and I think people are concerned, like you were saying, like you tweet one thing, you don't know what's coming back, you know, that people are going to bring up. So, but I feel like in real life there is so much more. Common ground. Yeah, yeah don't I agree, you? I agree, I agree. Well, do you? Because I feel like you've said, you know, from the start of this podcast that you guys, you know, you and your wife at times have had disagreements with friends. But I think it's a percentage thing. So I think if it's 10 people, all of which in your mind maybe lean left or are liberal on many issues, I would say nine of them or eight of them. You could have normal conversations. We agree to disagree on issues. You make your case. I make my case. And we have a beer and we're fine. Yeah. It's that one or two on both ends of the spectrum, right and left, right. that are, um, they just don't want to hear it. They don't want to be associated with anybody who thinks opposite of, they don't want to hear the, the, the opposite side. They they want the country to fail because they want Trump to fail. And uh, you know, on the right side, they're just completely anti, they have no room for any socialist or progressive thoughts whatsoever. Right. Um, but the problem is, it's that one or two or 10% on each side that are driving the conversation. Because the others just, they're living their lives. Yeah, I was going to say, people are, I think the moderates are more passive, you know, in the sense of, yeah, everybody's got a life, you know, you're not going to spend hours. So. I mean, it's like the guy that. that, Like, who has time to attack somebody on Twitter, like you're hearing, and like immediately just. Like, who are these? What are they doing all day? Well, even the guy that went after Guardians of the Galaxy director, you know, that guy went, that guy had to spend so much time going back through his tweet. I mean, it's like, who? The scary thing is, you know, and, and part of me believes this is true, that a lot of these um, mobs, 
Yeah. They're being they're being paid by someone. You they're, think? They're being funded or at least Oh, there's a theory. I, I do really I think, you know, the the I think, you know there's some there's someone or some organization behind them. Okay, on both sides, because the guy oh, that yeah, unearthed the, the tweets was of conservative. Jesus, yeah, yeah, conservative. Yeah. I, I'm not just. I don't think this is just a left thing. So you th- really? That's quite a theory. Whether they're being paid or being pushed, or they're being there's some you know organization on let's you know. That encourages that. Yeah, let's get this person or get that person. Um, well, speaking of that, Ali Stuckey, who yeah. I had not heard of until I was on your Twitter feed uh, this week, did a parody of um, of Cortez, of the yeah. candidate. Um, and so people are very upset about Alexandria, is it Ocasio-Cortez? Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez. So did a parody where she spliced herself in essentially making Cortez right. look, you know. Foolish. Foolish, yeah. So, Which isn't hard, by the way. <laughs> You're not a fan. No, I, I, I'm not. I mean, I, she's pretty much an open socialist. But to me, more ill-informed and was propped up by the Bernie Sanders, you know, again, social media groups who support socialist and progressive candidates. And, you know, she found a niche and um, exploited it and... Uh, Took out Joe Conley. So Allie is not apologizing for the parody. Nor should she. And has been on several news outlets just talking about the outrage that that caused. She she handled that exactly as you should. She said, I'm a comedian. It was a joke. I, don't, I stand by it. She pushed back. And she punched back, as, as, as she should have. By the way, if that's Stephen Colbert or Jon Stewart... Or Trevor Noah, or Jimmy Kimmel, or Chelsea Handler, or Michelle Wolf doing this exact same thing to any Republican. They'd be, oh, they're the greatest, they're so smart, they're the funniest. So why do you think she's getting this? Just because she's not as well known? Or no, she's getting it because she, 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 she did a parody of a progressive socialist candidate. And oh my God, the, the you know the mob left can't handle it. But the mob really didn't like Michelle Wolf either when That's she came true. after the mob Sarah liked her. Huckabee. I think the general you know middle of the road people thought it was a little harsh. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ali Stuckey, I think, clearly states. I think what's scary is sometimes how just ill-informed the general public is on social media. Because I believe Stuckey came out from the start and said it was a parody. It was a parody. And even put that on her Twitter. So that's kind of the... I mean, we've seen a hundred of these. Yeah. Literally hundreds of these. And, you know, making... I mean, they've done... They did... Going back to George W. Bush parodies. Right. So, again, you know, the, the theme of this... Podcast, Chloe is the, the mob crazies. <laughs> is the mob crazies? Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, what you do to counteract that if you're attacked? Well, that is the question. Like, what is the strategy? Uh, push back or ignore? I mean, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's. I mean, listen. If you really did something wrong, then yeah, you have to apologize. But other than that, just 
Uh, no, I, I mean, I think a lot of people are agreeing with you. As we're seeing it more and more, and it seems like the Ali Stuckey thing, That's, you're right. I mean, it, it was it's great publicity for her, but it is sort of like, where did this come from that people are actually outraged about not, that? We've talked about it. It's fake. It's all fake. It's fake outrage. Right. That's what this country is about right now. They're not really outraged. They're just not. Like I said, we don't have that many big problems, so... I feel like things are actually it's pretty like good. It's like we're moving so. from one to the, you know, it, it was, you know, the children at, at, at the at the border. And listen, yeah, we don't want to, you know, reunite right. them. But then right. they moved on to something else. And then it's Manafort. And then it's Cohen with the tape. And then it's like, it's just this moving target of issues. And um, where's the news? Seriously. Like. <laughs> You're the news guy. Where no, is no. it? Listen, I think all this has been great for local news. If local news stations, like I think we do, hopefully you know, nine out of ten times, are covering you know, real stories, you know, you know, with some real conversation down the middle, um, I, I think we're benefiting. Because, yeah. honestly, I think it's hard to find news now. Other than local it news. It is. It is hard to find news. Because like real... it's the same story over and over and over again through the entire news cycle during the day. Well, yeah. I mean. From <laughs> show host to show host to show host. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I do. Like TV-wise, I think there's wise, there's you're right. Real, like, there's a lot going on in this country. Good, bad. Like, why aren't people, why aren't we covering this stuff? But don't you think a big print outlets are doing that? Like, don't you think, like, the New York Times, the Post, the Wall Street Journal, you don't think that no, they are? No. Really? I mean, look at. Uh, I, I think it was the time. Some big stories this year, like uh, the whole Me Too thing. I mean, that was like unbelievable. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, those are no. Don't get me wrong. Those are, I'm talking about the day in day out news stories of what's really going on in in this in the country, on the East Coast, West Coast, Central. You know, part of part of the country. I don't. know. I just feel like there's a lot going on out there that we're just not hearing about. Well. It, why do you think then that bigger networks aren't putting those stories on? Just because they're just not as glamorous? Like, I mean. Well, I, one, I think, it, you know, my sense is it probably costs money to cover those, to really branch out and right. cover more stories. And listen, I think they're all in on the political side of things right now. They're just all in on it. I know. That is like, I wonder if people, audiences are getting burnt out. Although we did cover the fact that Obama and, and uh, Michelle and, and Barack were dancing at Beyonce. <laughs> that was like breaking news. But that was kind of cool. I mean, when is the last time? I mean, you don't see Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton out together dancing. <laughs> what about Laura and George Bush? What are they doing? We never see them. He's like painting on the ranch. I mean, it was kind of oh, okay. cool. He's a little older. Well, I know, but it's, like, fun to see, you know, don't you think it's fun to see ex-presidents, like, sort of oh, yeah. out? I'm sure if Trump and, and Melania were dancing at, you know, Luke Bryant concert, <laughs> that would have been breaking news. And, oh, my God, look how good he looks. Well, if they were holding hands and actually together, I mean, I think Michelle Obama, they're, like, a couple that seems like they enjoy each other. That's also breaking oh, news. Oh, which is great. Which is great. Yeah. But you don't think that was newsworthy at all? I think it's a mention. Not to the extent it was. I, I think I literally got a breaking news feed on it. No way. Yeah. Some way. Okay, well, that's extreme. Yeah. But it was local. It was here in it D.C. It was local. Um, how do you feel? 
feel about this? We'll, we'll switch gears and talk about. Um, I loved the video that you were also sharing and commenting of the. Um, what are they like? These giant cougars in Colorado that were on the guy's oh, deck. Yeah, the lion. The lion. Oh, lion yeah, there were lion, mountain, mountain lions. lions. Thank you. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen a mountain lion in real life. No, I don't think. One, we, no wonder they smoke a lot of weed in Colorado. <laughs> You got freaking mountain lions on your porch. <laughs> that video was unbelievable. And if you haven't seen it, you put it out on your Twitter, right? Yeah. And by the way, I did get a lot of, so I, I had a pretty creative. I said, um, honey, where's the dog? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Um, it's at Patrick GM Fox 5 DC is the Twitter feed. You Four can see the video. mountain lions on the guy's porch. That was a, a, an extremely rare sighting and yeah. really bizarre. I yeah. mean, just like, I, like terrifying. Like, how do you go out of your house after that? They're just lounging on his deck. Honestly, I would crawl in a fetal position in the basement and never come out. <laughs> like, what did that guy end up doing, by the way? Did they call animal control, or did they just eventually leave? Like, what? I, I don't know, but seriously, I, I see, I hear noises. I don't go outside. <laughs> never mind four mountain lions on my porch. And that's just, like, in the neighborhood. Damn. Yeah, that video Seriously, was unbelievable. So I have, we have a place in North Carolina, and you know, there's there's a fair amount of copperheads around. And when I before I take, the, I'd like knock on the door, I bang, I bring a bell with me, like just to let the warnings, let the snakes like, know I'm coming. Lots of warnings. And then if I see a snake, I'm running. Have you ever seen? Have you guys ever seen yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, as long as you, the problem is you don't want to like just you don't want to surprise them. Right, 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 right. So if you bang, you know they got to know you're coming, and then they'll. Um, how about this? I feel like would you ever adopt a four-day work week here at Fox Five? I'm thinking about it. Really, for yourself or everyone? <laughs> no. no you're well, talking, well, listen, that's science. not fair. Hold on, that's not fair. We're in a, we're in a 24/7 news business, so that's hard. But I do think there is something to, um, you know, if you work. For, listen, I think. I know a lot of my family's in law enforcement, and a lot of them work four tens and off three, four on three off. And what do they think overall? Is that like oh, so much better? Works better for people's mental yeah. health. Well, essentially, this study was done in New Zealand with a company there, which helps people manage um, their wills and estates. So much different than the news yeah. business. Um, and they did a two month trial of a four day work week for their employees. It was just a theory when they initially started out, but they say overall it created better mental health, better work environment. Isn't and that what the government already does in DC? <laughs> I think they only work four days. No, they don't. Oh, my God. The traffic on Fridays, they don't even work. They're, they telecommute. Yeah. As they're walking their dogs at 10 in the morning, they're at their son's baseball practice at 2.30. They're in line at the bus stop. Wow. They're on the field trips. Please. I guess I won't implement this. Our I, government I already only works four days. Seriously. Fridays, but there's no traffic. But don't you think that's better for people's mental health? Because we were talking about this. I'm getting ready to go on vacation it next week. It depends on how hard they work for the four days. Yeah, but I think people are, for the most part... Yeah? You think? <laughs> you think government workers work hard for four days? And, oh, I, and, and I'm not picking at government not workers. Those are the only ones I know. But I don't know. Like, it depends on... Listen, I think if you have goals and criteria and you establish... Listen, you got to accomplish this in a certain week. And you could do it in four days and get three days off. Great. Yeah, well, they essentially said that productivity went up overall, which I find is interesting. Maybe people do feel like you've got four days. They look forward now to a three-day work week, so they're going to get it all Listen, done. Listen, I do think three-day weekends are very nice. Yeah. I know, I know there's a lot of companies who do, like, summer Fridays. 
Hey, sounds great. We don't. I mean, <laughs> well, we got an ice cream truck last week. We how did you like the ice cream I, truck? I thought that was great. I yeah. was like, what a great surprise! I just rolled yeah. up. I was like, this is amazing. Twice we had them come at eleven thirty and three thirty. So you guys offer some perks here. We do. Well, how about free massages? Like, what's going to be next? That could really cause some Me Too issues. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's happens. stay away from massages, okay. Sarah. How about we stick to food, ice cream. Oh, sorry. We'll have popcorn day. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah. We could have, like, Forgot you know, maybe. Um, well, I wasn't saying, like, anyone. We don't have to give each other. Like, you can oh, hire the masseuses. Oh, you know, that's saying. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, like, oh. I thought they were saying we give each other massages. <laughs> like, that could cause. HR, please. Line one. <laughs> They'll be extremely busy. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. I, well, I would think so. No, I just wondered about four day work week. I thought that was like an interesting. It's interesting, depending on the, um, you know, depending on the industry. I know. I know. All kidding is, I think, I think civil servants, like police officers, and sometimes yeah. nurses, already work four on, three off. Um, so listen, I think there's precedent for it, depending on the industry. Um, and also, I think if it's an industry where if there was an emergency and you had to work on the Friday, you could do it from home, then, then yeah. That I think, would make a I big difference. I think it might make some sense. Um, one of the last topics we were going to cover, you've been tweeting a lot about. So this could be a big day for Bryce Harper and the Nets. Yeah. You think he will be traded? Uh, I don't know if he will be. I think they should have looked at it hard. And I, you know, according to reports, they are today, maybe a little too late. Um he Listen, does not, he, I, it doesn't. I don't get the sense he's staying, and might as well get something for him, because at the end of the year you get nothing. And at the same time, even if you traded him, you could still resign him. He's a free agent. There's nothing to say you can't get, you know, a few prospects for for Bryce, and then if you really want to sign him at the end of the year, you go after it. I also saw you tweeting, too, about the current manager of the Nets, yeah. that you feel that he needs to go. Well, listen, this goes back to what I said about other managers, like when we were talking about the Redskins with Gruden. Um, again, I'm a big European international soccer fan, and for right or for wrong, they don't give their managers a lot of time. And the Nats were picked, I think they were the sixth favorite to make it to the World Series year. I think their odds oh, were wow. like 9-1 to one at the beginning of the year. Yeah, okay. I mean, they've had some injuries. But at the end of the day, they're they're nowhere right now. They're game below five hundred. There's, I think, six out as of this morning. Um, Which that means to make it to the playoffs, right? To make it to the playoffs. Okay, okay, and got not, it. And listen, for the Nats not to make it to the playoffs this year, when they won the division by 20 games last year. Okay. It's a huge embarrassment. It just is. And... I don't listen to me. Like, there's a small window here to win. I would have fired Martinez. They're only paying him a million a year. So they, by the way, the organization should be ashamed of themselves. The learners. They went out and um, they got a cheap manager instead of going after somebody. You know, they, you know. I said back when when they fired Dusty, they should have went out and got Joe Girardi, former Yankee manager. Oh yeah. Oh, Go my get God. a winner. Yeah, Joe Girardi. Yeah, that's a big. So they chose to go, uh, you know, and listen, I don't know enough about Dave Martinez and his pedigree of coaching, but right. something's not working. So I would have fired him and brought in somebody else. Well, so um, when is the deadline that we'll know? Today. 
Okay, so today yeah. is the day to know if Harper yeah. really. Wow. Okay, yeah. so that would be really big. It seems as though Harper wants to go too. It yeah, does, he doesn't seem you know, all that. I, listen, I don't know. You're right. I think you yeah. get that sense, right? Yeah. You get the sense he's done with Washington. Definitely. I think the you know we we kind of joked is, about which it, which is a shame because it, listen, it's I. It's a good city to play sports. You know, I like your your your. Is it though? I mean, it is if you are a hockey player, but well, recently, what I mean by that is it's a it's a big market. You know, it's your you know Bryce is a major star in this city, um, but my sense is he'll end up in San Francisco or Chicago with the Cubs next year. Um, I know he'll be a big star there as well. I feel like the last straw was kind of the wearing the Vegas hat during the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There was just something about that. I think that was like yeah, his ta- allegiance is. You know, we talked about that. More West Coast. I, you know, so I think yeah, he could have handled that a little differently. Although I got cr- I got criticized for making too big of a deal. He's from Vegas, and but still, you play for the home team. I thought it could have been a little mixed, but uh, but then then again, you're like, listen, he's been here what seven years. He has. Yeah, they've made the playoffs four times. He, wow! Right, so he's been in the playoffs four times. He's batting two eleven in the playoffs. Listen, he's a fantastic player, but at the, at the, at the same time, they, they haven't progressed in the playoffs with him. So maybe getting some prospects yeah. is the way to go. Um, what else is going on here at at Fox Five that you can promote or talk about as we wrap up uh, well, today's episode? We talk the, the new show Fox Five's like it or not debuted yes. you know, last Monday, so it's. What six episodes in now? I'm liking the chemistry a lot. Yeah, it's a, yeah. you know it's good. I, you know, I really we're like still, it. We're still retooling. You know, I think um, there's some. It needs some. Yeah, you know, just some tweaks. Sure. But you know, to, to be candid, um, but it's good. I mean, it's a watchable show. <laughs> yeah, it's... No, which, which sounds like, but there's a lot of not unwatchable shows out there. So. Oh my God! Absolutely. And the topics are good. They're national focus for the most part. Some local, um, but it's a show that I think can resonate with a lot of different people. You know, the, the four individuals and you know some rotate in and out. Um, all have different perspectives. What I like about it is it's a show that no one. They're not all screaming. Right. They're not yelling at each other. They're listening to each other's opinion, and they're having real conversation now, but in a non-boring way. Right. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with the the progress we've made so far w- w- with the show. For yeah. sure. The dialogue is really good cuz I think you're right. Like And it's listen, I think to survive than... in local television, you have to be creating these types of shows. You can't the syndicated market for those of, you know, where you buy off-network sitcoms or you're waiting for the next game show to come around. It's 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 uh, proven probably... to be less effective recently than it was in in past years. Um, there's not a lot to buy right now, and um, I'd rather produce our own content. Well, I, it looks like a, it's off to a great start. Like I said, I enjoy the the dialogue is much more, yeah. I think, deep, thoughtful, um, and it's something that you don't get everywhere else. So. No, and I think you're right. I, I'm glad you said I think the chemistry is pretty good right now between yeah. between the group. So, um, so we shall see. So, listen, uh, the the only other two things I'll mention is as of today, there's still. They haven't caught the killer for, for, for Michaela. Yes. The ten-year-old shot several weeks ago in a drive-by um, in D.C. 
um, which is just totally unfortunate. I'm sure they're trying. I'm by no means saying they've they're not trying. They've upped the reward, right? Yeah, Are so they... the FBI is involved. I believe it's now 45000 It just seems like something's not right that they can't find these killers yet, right? Either they're not pushing hard enough in the sense of how policing, you know, people criticize policing now, the aggressiveness of policing. Right. So I'm hoping they're not uh. not being as aggressive as they should be with busting down some doors and, you know, talking yeah. to some individuals who may know things, all within the law, of course. So, you know, I, I just, I really think it's a shame that... Um, That's a good theory. I was thinking that... I guess that is a great theory because I was thinking more. Well, like, there was a report about Baltimore, and the reason I bring it up is that yes. since since the um, um, Freddie Gray, Freddie Gray incident. incident, crime has spiked. Police are less aggressive. They're not going into the neighborhoods as much, which is important to build relationships. Um, it's tough. Listen, I think yeah. there's a fine line. Listen, no, by no means should you know policing you know be overly aggressive or target individuals that aren't doing anything wrong, similar to what the TSA is doing, by the way, and with the Marshal Service. Did you hear that story? Yes, yes, of profiling certain people and watching them and following them. I am absolutely on a watch list. What? I get pulled out every time I go. I must have weird mannerisms on a flight. I think it's because you look like a prominent white guy, and they want to make sure that you know that it's working. I do. I think that that's a target. I think it's the ball thing. I see a lot of there ball people no getting pulled way. out. They are doing it because they know that well, you... Well, whatever. So basically, if you stare, go to the bathroom a lot, if your Adam's apple moves a lot, you've been targeted and watched with this... Uh, it's called quiet, quiet space or quiet yeah, something. Yeah. Wait, but wait. You're against this? I would have thought you would have been totally for this. I'm totally for this. I'm I'm mixed on it. I think really it, well f- for two reasons. You don't even well, know you're being watched. Who cares? Yeah, but is, is it taking away? And, and some of the marshals are saying it takes away from what they really should be doing. Okay, look, I have to like think. if it's a waste of time, then it's a waste of time, right? Like pulling old ladies out. Now listen, I, until an old lady gets on a plane with God forbid a bomb or something, then every old lady will be you know pulled over and strip searched. I think you have to spend your time where it makes most sense to keep everyone safe. I also believe a lot of the TSA measures at, at the airport are kind of just so Americans feel safe. Feel safe, and they're not really needed. Oh, great. What? I know. I'm like, oh, great. Really? It's just to make you feel safe? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, you know, but what do I know? I, well, I like the whole surveillance thing. I mean, come on. They're not going to pay. I mean, if, if they've targeted you, they're going to follow you for what? Two flights? They're going to realize, like, your path. And then what? They're not going to keep following you. I mean, gr- I think that makes people. Oh, oh, what I do think TSA does a good job of is they have all these different strategies, right? So you don't really don't know. And all it is is creating doubt in someone's mind who thinks, all right, well, I'm going to go in with my shoe bomb and light this on fire once we're up in the air. It pauses, it makes them think, well, how do you know there's not a marshal as here? How do you know? And I agree with you. As long as that surveillance or whatever you want to call it doesn't extend past when I fly. Like, I don't have a problem with it when I'm flying. You want to pull or me out, pull me out. in the airport or around the airport. Yeah, but when if you're saying, hey, you know, this guy, he's been on three flights in the last month, and he stares a lot, and he goes to the bathroom every seven minutes. They're spying Let's on us Let's watch his anyway. home. 
Oh, they are. Any, they're doing that. They're not, how is it like you talk about our phones are completely spying on us. Like I talk about <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper and then yeah, the next thing you have you like an ads. ad. Exactly. You're like, they're completely spying on us. Great. I think it's terrific. Yeah. All right, there's my ring. Are you flying to Maine this weekend? I am, yeah. Well, you Watch be- away, please. You're going to see a lot of people magazine Starts, flipping. Ju- you should just go to the bathroom like seven times. Start staring at a lot of people. I have to anyway. Tap people on the shoulders. Look nervous. Yes. Start, like, you should please. really freak everyone out. And don't search my bag. I've probably got edibles. You should so. actually try to get on a watch list. <laughs> no problem. Okay, like, what, are, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, come on. There's nothing. I'm not, I don't look menacing. And I like to chat to people, so there. I'm like... <laughs> She's a chatter. Yeah, exactly. That's, I'm going to chat the marshal to death. That's about it. Uh, yeah, hell definitely no. <laughs> okay, what? Where can people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. Awesome. Subscribe to Polini Perspective yeah. Facebook. Um, all right. Sounds good. 20th episode. We'll see you guys next week. Take care.